Welcome to Nocturnal Emotions, everybody. I am your host, Harmar Superstar, a.k.a. Sean Tillman, taking you on a flight of fancy into the nighttime where the feeling is so goddamn right. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. As always, I'm having conversations with people I find interesting and hilarious and unique and whatever they are. To me, I like them and I want you to, to hear me talk. I just want to hear. I just want you to hear me talk. That's all I want. That's the whole goal. Isn't that what podcasting just is? Listen to me. Listen to me. I hope you guys are enjoying the show because uh, it's fun to do. And I have all these people come in all the time just to bullshit with me. So uh, that's it. Right now I am uh, recording this intro and the outro from a hotel room in Wichita, Kansas. Pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool. About to play here tonight. Who knows what this Sunday evening in Kansas will hold. But, uh, you know, it's going to be fucking awesome. All the other shows have been awesome. So I can't see any reason why this one shouldn't be as well. That's right. It's, uh, it's weird. It's October. It's hot, though, everywhere. It's been hot. It's been weirdly humid in the Midwest. It's starting to become fall. Uh, I'm not complaining. It's not summer anymore. And my balls are dry. So that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, man. So just fucking living the life out here. Out here in America. <laughs> Doing it up. The government's shut down. Who knows? By the time this comes out, it might be reopened. I don't even know what that means. Besides, the people can't go to parks and a bunch of people aren't getting paid because a bunch of Tea Party motherfuckers are being dicks. So that's all cool. This moment in history. That's what's going down. <laughs> Yep, my wishy-washy politics, right? I don't even know what I'm talking about. That's what's going on. Anyway, this week, my guest is a good friend of mine, Chris Egan. Uh, I love the dude. He plays drums with many people, including me, uh, Solange, Knowles, uh, Blood Orange, Computer Magic, Adam Green. The list goes on forever. Um, and he is uh, just one of my favorite people to like bullshit with and get together and uh and watch storage wars uh actually the boyfriend of, of dan's from computer magic who's been on the show before and uh one of, he helped make the beats for the uh for the theme song for nocturnal emotions so i thought let's bring him on the fucking show and uh show the people show the people why chris egan is one of my favorite people in the world so without further ado here's my conversation with mr chris egan Chris, welcome to the old masturbatorium. Thank you very much. Yeah. I love your studio, by the way. Thank you, thank you. I think it's, uh, I've really stepped it up. I've stepped up my game. Yeah. <laughs> season two. Season you gotta two. gotta step it up. I know, you know, sometimes, you know, you get a, two years in, you gotta like uh, hang some posters. Yeah. Uh, you know, make, make the chair more uh, comfortable for juice chugging. Yeah. Plus it's really nice and cool in here i know and it is one of the nastiest days you came in, in the universe yeah what what's the deal it was fall for a second now it was it was so beautiful what the hell i don't know well guess what <laughs> by the time this is out it's probably going to be almost winter and you're <laughs> i know dying for these days again yeah yeah <laughs> actually i never die for these kinds of days no they're, kind of, they're just gross yeah it's, no you, your body is just limp you can't yeah. do anything it's it's uh you it's thick it's like the pea soup it is walking thick. it's so it's actually so humid that you can't sweat so you're just stuck and your body yeah. just doesn't know what to do but then like the second you stop walking you're just like drenched Right. Or something. Yeah, exactly. That's what happens. <laughs> you come inside and then it's just, you know, rainforest. Yeah. yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I just like immediately take my shirt off whenever I get in anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> Post office. Yeah. Court. Yeah. <laughs> I went to go vote yesterday and that's what happened to me. I went on a bike ride, wasn't sweating. I was like, oh, this is actually kind of nice. Even yeah. Though it's disgusting out. And then got in the public school. <laughs> just started just <laughs> so much sweat and they were all looking at me like what is what wrong with this guy <laughs> they just assumed that i walked around the corner from my apartment They're like your your vote doesn't count actually <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> look at this guy <laughs> dude yeah that's okay so uh 
So you voted for like I never vote for the the two year interim. I guess I I guess I'm not I'm not registered in New York either right now. Right, it's a big deal though for the mayor. Right? Well, for like, this for, one, for mayor, I think yeah. yeah, because Bloomberg has been mayor for so long, and Shit you know, bag. and we've had so many Republican mayors. Didn't you he know, like make some shit where like you? He just like grandfathered in new laws so he could be mayor longer. Yeah, he <laughs> extended his term limits, you That's, know, which is funny because I'm from D.C. and we had Marion Barry, who was oh, he yeah. quoted himself as mayor for life. That was he just like gave himself that name, <laughs> and he just even after he was caught in a hotel room with a prostitute or two prostitutes, maybe yeah, smoking, smoking crack. crack. Yeah. He was reelected. It's like for life. Yeah, like, <laughs> for life. I respect that. <laughs> no, people love him. <laughs> He's like, look, yeah, I did something bad, but you know, you yeah. like me, so I'm gonna get voted again. <laughs> That's not like really that bad compared to like what most people in DC are up to. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this was yeah. I mean, this was DC at its like low point. So. Yeah, when it was like actually scary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember when you couldn't like park outside of the black cat when you'd play there without like like without your van definitely getting broken into oh man that whole area u street 14th street was just yeah and that was really only like scary. 10 years ago yeah what it's amazing that's gentrification insane. i guess I know. yeah I guess that's one positive effect but who knows yeah all the negative yeah because i yeah a lot of people had moved out of dc and then it had become just you know i don't know who moved in? Who moved in? Exactly. <laughs> what was left? <laughs> Did they build like the another darkness. five colleges? Yeah. <laughs> like, we just need more students. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And then they built fancy apartments and then all these, you know, yuppies moved in. and That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty nice. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm just hoping the Gap starts serving food soon. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> The Gap of Williamsburg has a uh, rooftop restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, a gifting suite. Yeah, a the permanent gifting, gifting suite. suite. Yeah. Private shopping gifting suite. <laughs> khakis. Yeah. Khakis for your band that's now dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. Well, they give them to your band that's dropped so that you can enter the business world with nice khakis, finally. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. I signed everybody at at a uh, FYF fest a few weeks ago. I was just walking around going, "You signed." <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that. I always wanted to actually I had one dream of being a uh, a big A&R guy with a lot of signing power and what I would do is just go into guitar center and go up to the guy who's just wants everyone to hear him play. And then just sign them on the spot. Dude, that'd be amazing. Just like cuz somebody there are guys who think that that's going to happen. Yeah. Like well, if the, I just shred hard enough. Then, at yeah, this, at this, this might have actually the irony of that <laughs> is that um, I worked a job uh, for like two weeks renting apartments in New York when I first moved here, and the guy in back—I think I was like air drumming or something—and <laughs> the guy in back of me was like, "Oh yeah, you you musician, you drummer?" And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know." And he's like, "Oh, I'm a bass player actually, but um you know, I, I need work because I was working for uh, Murder Inc. Oh my the, god. The uh the, you know, the label and they had just they were in court and no one had been paid. <clears throat> so Dude. anyway, turns out he was like Ja Rule's bass player. Ja Rule's yeah. bass player. But he he was discovered in Manny's music in Midtown. No way. He was playing bass. He was one of those guys, like, showing off. And these dudes came in, and they were, like, they were some hip-hop producers or something. They were like, hey, you're really good. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then he disappeared from the job the next day, and he was telling me all these things, and I didn't know whether to believe him or not. He's like, oh, yeah, I play with Alicia Keys. I, you know, I'm, like, one of the best session bass players in the city. <laughs> and uh, he was just this, like, little white Australian guy. <laughs> and, yeah. So weird. And then the next week, the Grammys were on, and the opening of the Grammys, I think, was Stevie Wonder and Alicia Keys, and there he was playing oh bass. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's he was totally, best. like, telling the truth. He had that, just been, yeah. like, screwed on all of his money, <laughs> so he had to try his, his hand at uh, renting a apartments in new york whoa and then he got the call to you know that's come back amazing and i think he's still in her band dude i wonder if he still calls himself ja rules bass player <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh yeah cool well you know i'm 
Yeah. I just, so. uh, just uh, yeah, let's call up Ja Rule's bass player. I don't know what his name is anymore. <laughs> yeah, but, right. Uh, dude, uh, that's insane. I've never thought of like anyone actually like like being one of those guys. Actually no, I know. Neither out. did I. I always thought it was a, but the, like, the biggest But before I was in bands, I was like, maybe that's possible. And then I was like, oh, nobody would hire that guy. Right. After I because started Because you doing just it. come off as the douche. Yeah. Like and then your guy, it like I don't want to have a guy in my van that wants to talk about gear all the time and stuff, and like yeah, right, you know, like like sound check is like constantly shredding. Like anytime you plug him in, he's like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Just right, like, no one's like not that. plugged in. Right, <laughs> right. You can still practice your technique. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't have to all hear it. <laughs> I mean, you're really good, <laughs> dude. I love that, but then you, so you never you never saw him again. I never saw him again, and Besides. I know I think I exchanged numbers with him. You know, he said one of those like, "Oh, we should jam or something." And I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, right, sure, okay, liar." It's You're weird to me lying to think about like hip hop producers are like trying to find a bass player because they right. just like do that on a keyboard or whatever. Right. And I feel like they just like it's one guy most of the time. Right, and I mean, it, yeah, it just had to be the right time you know or the right place at the right time where they were like god damn it our bass player just quit and yeah like, what are we gonna do you gotta have like the right tone to fit in with that yeah what are you doing about you <laughs> i only feel about you <laughs> so baby girl put it on me oh, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> the oh voice distortion yeah trump's bass distortion you have to be extra clean I think. <laughs> <laughs> you're really fighting for that same frequency that same tone remember that year where ja rule was on everything 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 like and he had all these like all the duets with the ladies his, yeah and, what yeah. was that why'd they all pick ja rule i don't know he just he fell into it and then voice. but then he yeah. like everyone was like he's kind of a little bitch yeah i know <laughs> like yeah literally <laughs> I don't know what happened. I mean, it, it, yeah, that was really random. <laughs> just like everything was Jaw Rule. And DMX. And DMX. And then barking, DMX. Barking up a storm. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That, that was his thing. And I liked DMX. I thought he was cool. Like his songs with Aaliyah and. Yeah. yeah. Well, they all but end then, up just. Well, he just went insane. Crack. Yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know what he did he yeah, was I just like driving to the airport smoking crack like stealing cars at jfk stealing your car yeah <laughs> and then smoking crack in it and sir we found your car but wait there's a really <laughs> crazy thing okay so the funny part is that you'll never believe who stole it dmx it was dmx you heard that song a dog needs a bone <laughs> no. or the other song a dog in the night or the song the junkyard has a dog or the song <laughs> <laughs> let's be a be my dog for christmas i know all of those songs <laughs> that's the guy who stole my station wagon he's still in there yeah he's still in it <laughs> barking like like when you leave your dog in a car that's what it's like and he's really hot he couldn't figure out how to open the, the car doors because he's just a dog in a he car he looks like one of those dogs in the front seat <laughs> there's no the window the owner leaves cracked. the car yeah you feel really bad for him <laughs> you go up to the window all these animal rights groups are like outraged <laughs> oh oh poor guy i love where this went yeah <laughs> already so fast <laughs> poor dmx i mean he's got to be due for a comeback eve is I, I know it. man i mean i know that especially because it's been so long that he could he could do it yeah if, but i think he he just has some I don't Some know. problems, but I don't then know. D'Angelo seemed like he wasn't going to come back, and he's totally back. Yeah, and like sounding really good. Sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A D'Angelo Questlove show that I saw was insane. It was just the two of them on stage. Was that at Brooklyn Bowl? Uh, they did it there, but I saw it in Minneapolis at First Avenue. Wow! Uh, and it was just the two of them. Amazing. It's just D'Angelo playing keyboards and singing, and like sounded insane. You know, obviously with Quest, yeah. Questlove sounds insane. So right. The two of them just like, I don't know, like. D'Angelo's left hand is the best bass player I've ever seen. Yeah, he could insane. just he could own it on the keyboard and yeah. have nothing else. Yeah, I had no idea. I actually. mean, from what I've heard, it seems like his uh, 
he's just taking time because he just he's so intense about what he wants to put out yeah that he has just thousands of tapes just, totally you know he, he just wants to do it right and That's not awesome yeah not like a uh what was the uh Axl Rose record. Oh, that, uh, in the Chinese democracy. Yeah, it's not like that. No. You know, it's, it's just like... Well, it's like he did fall off the plot for a while. Like, he was kind of like... D'Angelo definitely did have some problems, I think, in Richmond and kind of like wasn't mm. breaking out and wasn't really doing anything for a while. Right. But now he's like totally back in form. Yeah. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. I love that. It is cool. Yeah. I'm excited, and he's been playing shows on his own just without. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's cool. What just him and uh, uh, keyboard a band or something? Oh, okay. I'm not sure exactly what he's doing. I mean, I'm sure Questlove is still like recording with him and yeah. stuff. But uh, but he did. He played like a show, one of those like McCarran Park shows, like earlier this summer. Oh, that's right. Uh, but I don't know what it was. It was just D'Angelo. Build his D'Angelo. Yeah. So shit. We should call D'Angelo, find out what's going on. I know, man. Maybe Ja Rule's bass player is fucking... Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe sessions. he needs a gig, and you know. <laughs> so I was selling D'Angelo this apartment, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, we gotta work out. I'm gonna put your abs back in shape. By the way, I'm a great bass player. <laughs> I mean, okay. I heard your left hand is a great bass player, but my whole... <laughs> both hands, I do, I play an actual bass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, years ago, I was discovered in Manny's music, <laughs> and then everything went wrong, and I had to work a week selling, uh, renting apartments in New York. <laughs> you know, I spent a good year as the Insane Clown Posse's bass player. <laughs> oh my God. That do they have a band? I don't know. Maybe that No. I, I mean, I really don't know what <laughs> they do live. I know so much about them. I love, uh, you know, they're, yeah. they're just like, they're an enigma to me, but... I, I don't know, like, if you met that guy, like, who's the bass player, you know? <laughs> does he hang out? Or, yeah, or does I don't he, know. like, work at, like, a Perkins? In yeah, Detroit? right. Does he get paid? <laughs> I don't know. You know? <laughs> That's the, you never know with those kind of situations. But, I mean, the Insane Clown Posse are putting together uh, amazing feature films, such as Big Money Rustlers. Have you ever seen Big Money Rustlers? No. Oh, you can get it on iTunes and stuff. Um, feature-length western no. starring Insane Clown Posse in their makeup. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know about this. Yeah, you got to see it. We might want We might need to watch that sometime. I think we should. We have pretty good movie nights, yeah. Chris and I. We've had great movie nights. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fi sci-fi channel. Sci-fi, uh, oh, Lifetime. Lifetime, Lifetime uh, Storage Wars, of course. Storage Wars. Yeah. I mean, one yeah, of the greats. Yeah. <laughs> For those at home, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, Chris, Chris uh, definitely uh, was a big part in the the Nocturnal Emotions theme song as well. That's right. So, uh, as well as uh, Dan's from Computer Magic, who's been a guest on the show as well. Yeah, ninety percent Danielle, and then I think I just put down a beat. Hey, you got some beats? Yeah, I got some. I played beats. the keys, man. Yeah, you played the keys on it. <laughs> that was a fun day. That was super. We fun. wrapped that in like a half an hour. It yeah, was just like I mean, it's because we're professional <laughs> <laughs> studio musicians. That's <laughs> yeah. all we are. <laughs> i know unfortunately no way come on man <laughs> um you play in like a million bands yeah you're the million band man i know i don't know how that happened <laughs> how do you remember all the drum parts that's what i don't get <laughs> i usually don't that's yeah. what the problem is <laughs> no one um, knows though no i think that's like yeah one of the only things that i can do is remember songs but yeah Fortunately, the people that I play with, including you, sometimes, uh, you know, write these songs that are, are uh, intuitive and can, you know, easily be remembered and played because they just make sense as songs. Wow, sweet. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, shit. That's, uh, yeah. I've been seeing you rock it. You've been playing a bunch of huge shows with Solange all summer. Yeah, man. All we've been super busy. Yeah. Yeah. They're always taking off. Always taking off a lot of yeah festivals and festivals and festivals. Yeah, how Which are the, is, how do the crowds range? Because I, I can see just like people all over. Like I, I can just see it drawing such a diverse thing. You know what I mean? Like it does. It does. Like, I, I mean, feel like she has a pretty large black crowd, yeah. but then there's also this new like um, you know there are a lot of like 
It, it, it is a very diverse crowd. Yeah, I mean, I know but, a lot of like white girls are like, losing you. Oh, like, absolutely. Like, yeah, and they song. come for that song. Like, yeah. They don't come for any of the other like songs, the but that's numbers, great. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, she's definitely brought in her, her, uh, her audience in the last uh, year since the EP came out, which is really cool. And to know that I was part of making it and, yeah. you know, with Dev. Um, yeah. Hines, yeah, Dev Hines. It's all over the place now. Yeah, writing everything. He is it's awesome. Rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, he's awesome. Yeah, Blood Orange. He's I can't brilliant. wait for the new Blood Orange stuff that he's doing. And you, and yeah, you. Well, I'm playing with yeah. Yeah, him on that. Uh, I mean, not on the record, but just live. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, which is cool because he was only doing <clears throat> Blood Orange solo for yeah, so long, which said. is the it was the right thing to do because he could just get up and play whenever he wanted to, and yeah. you know, go on tour just as himself and save you know yeah the hassle i mean that's how i started harmar right except dev shreds way harder than i on <laughs> guitar His, yeah but you wail harder come on he's he shreds harder <laughs> i remember you know dev and i used to uh we were roommates right up the street and we used to talk about your music all the time he's a really huge uh sean and Ah fan oh shit yeah so i remember when you moved here we were very very happy it's oh. very nice to see you come to New York. Dude, I'm psyched. Yeah. I'm here. We're doing it up. We're doing it. It's making real. It, making happening. it happen <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah. I can't... That's crazy, though. I was just thinking about that, uh, the Solange thing. It's just an EP. And you guys have been touring for like a year. Solid I know. Just on, it or on five or six. I, I can't that's even, crazy. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's awesome. It's yeah. Because like, they're huge shows and selling out and yeah that's awesome i mean and i don't know whether that was her, the plan is to just like really go for it on this ep or it just happened that way but yeah but you know I mean, that's the, like, the uh that only the, builds up like when the album comes out it's yeah like, and the show i feel like the show keeps getting better and everyone's getting better as a performer i mean she's amazing as a as a uh uh front front woman yeah she's got good dance moves yeah and she can wail and um but the band you know keeps getting tighter and it's really cool to see the evolution of everything sweet man yeah holy shit and now you're a Greenpoint guy <laughs> now i'm a Greenpoint guy i how's, know how's i miss it because this is we're in my old neighborhood yeah on uh the old gram the gram stop which is such a good good like classic brooklyn neighborhood it's like kind of untouched by everything yeah uh, you know? i think it's like all the like old staunch italian dudes that are never gonna leave like the families yeah. are never they're gonna stay here for generations so they can't, it can't like sell out like or whatever you yeah there's call only it, so much that they can it. do you can't turn over you right. know what i mean like, and there's also not a lot of space to to build like williamsburg was you know the the you know the gentrified part of williamsburg was all warehouses so they could yeah. just build 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 yeah i love it over here it's so quiet and clean and i'm bummed that they're nice. taking away my my white castle though I know. I know. We had such a fun night the other night. Chicken rings and love the chicken rings. Yeah. Love to wear rings made of chicken. <laughs> it is funny. That's such a big part of this area that that white castle like you can just that's a like yeah, people a like locator. oh you live over by the life the white castle? Yeah, yeah. And like yeah, yeah. around the corner. Yeah. It's right there. Whenever yeah. I'm at Harefield, I grab myself a slider or two <laughs> a ring made of chicken yeah <laughs> we'll propose to my lady with the ring made of chicken <laughs> oh it's so romantic it is you can eat it off later <laughs> when you decide that you had made a big mistake <laughs> and if not you keep it on <laughs> forever forever <laughs> it's not going anywhere that thing will not deteriorate no it'll hold up <laughs> except the white the white castle will be long gone but the chicken rings the will chicken ring will still be there <laughs> on your your lady's finger my lady fingers your lady fingers <laughs> is that a kind of flower a ladyfinger? It's a it's a little cookie that they use. Oh. Uh, it's like a. <coughs> That's my version of romance. Yeah, cookies yeah. over flowers. Yeah. Wait, a ladyfinger is a f cookie. Wait, it's a, it's. A shape. It's like a little. Yeah, you use it in like Italian desserts. And oh, it's like one those, of those things. Like short, and it, you know, it'll uh, absorb espresso really fast. Ah, and, it's <laughs> short and fat, like a lady's. Yeah, finger. like a lady's finger. <laughs> 
<laughs> it seems like Italian food is all based on all those things. Like the tortellini is supposed to look like a navel, and Ew. you know, really, yeah, and like <laughs> oysters look like vaginas, and you yeah. know, they have like everything is. It's all body parts. It's all body parts. Spaghetti is your hair. Spaghetti's your hair. Uh, yeah. Ravioli is your... Uh, your elbows. Your elbows. Meatballs are your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the meatballs on that lady. <laughs> she does have beautiful eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the worst. Oh. Check out this one coming down the street. It <laughs> doesn't quit with this one. <laughs> you have beautiful meatballs. <laughs> oh, and your spaghetti. You did something with your spaghetti. You trimmed it up. <laughs> the sauce is your thick oh, blood. Oh, grazie. Oh, grazie. <laughs> she just falls for you. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, these guys around here, they're awesome. I feel like they would protect me. If anything weird went down over here, yeah. Well, this is actually very a very low crime uh, neighborhood. Yeah, like the on Graham and and just these few blocks. Yeah, there's just no crime. It's Donnie you, Brasco. Yeah, nothing. As long as gonna, you don't fuck with the Italian guys, you're good. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they. You know, there's their version of crime that. Yeah. You know, well, I had a friend who like flicked one of them off for almost like hitting him in a crosswalk or something and got the shit beat out of him. Really? But, uh, you know, but he was also, like, drunk and acting like cocky. Yeah. Like, flicked off a yeah. car full of Italian dudes. So, right. you know what I mean? Like, I guess that's a form of asking for it, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, and then there's, like, you know, the But whole... I've never heard of anything like that over here besides that. No. I haven't seen any physical violence or anything, but... Maybe, like, a kid stealing someone's, like, cell phone if he's, like, walking down the street all yeah. stupid with it out. You know what I mean? Right. Something like that. But that's, like, everywhere, I think. Right. And then there's the mob side of it. Which yeah. Is, like, I mean, those guys are just way too deep for me to even know that it would be happening. I know. I could, they like, really, I'd probably walk by a million no dealings and be like, I... Just I'm gonna choose to not know what that is. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just, yeah. Or not even. Just like not even choosing. Like selectively, my mind is like, what's that? <laughs> like, oh, it couldn't be. Not this is a definitely a pasta warehouse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a uh, a printer. It's a uh, laser printer repair store. <laughs> And they just have a bunch of printers in the window. And I went in there. I needed something printed. And I figured maybe they could print something for me. So I was thinking maybe you could print something. Yeah, I walked in and they all, like, everyone turns around and looks at me. They're all at a a table. (laughs) (laughs) And being me, just being an idiot, I was like, oh, hey, uh, I just need something printed. Uh, And and (laughs) the guy goes, yeah, well, we don't do that, you know, because of the uh, the bugs, you know, in the printer, you know, the viruses or something in the printers. So uh, you might want to look elsewhere. (laughs) I still, it took me a second to realize, oh, it's completely a front. But maybe you could just look at it really quick. I mean, I do see a printer that's on. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, I love that. I love innocent guy in the mob scene. Totally. I have no idea. That never happens. Yeah, they're so close to killing me. (laughs) Like, Like, I guess I'll go get a lollipop. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I just go to Kitty's Cards and things and print my stuff there. Oh, man, that that place. place. It's just cars and toys. Cards and toys and, like, bongs and lottery tickets. so random. I feel like everyone in the neighborhood, like, if I need to print one or two pages... Of something, I'm like, I'll go to Kitties. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's kind of like it is the place. Weird. That seems like it should be a front, but it's not. I don't think that's actually no. Just I think a business. it's just some. Yeah. <laughs> There's the guy who has the store. Uh, oh, the weirdo. Yeah, the weirdo who kind of does his <laughs> opera thing that in gibberish. Yeah, <laughs> and he just he just stands outside singing. I don't oh, know. Oh, that guy. That guy's different. He just like blasts it out of a yeah. stereo. He just sits there and like. Yeah, but feels then he has it. all the weird signs in the window, and there's nothing for sale in there. Yeah, it's I not don't... a store, but he calls it a store. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff around here like that. I yeah. feel like people just inherit storefronts and are like, they don't know. Ah, yeah. Fill it full of stuff and hang out and pay the electricity bill. And... Yeah, I got an old tennis ball. <laughs> 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 well, uh, let's take a break. All right. I just wanted to break in the action to uh, to 
give a shout out to Earwolf.com Who's presenting this show currently And if you like my show You're going to like a lot of the other shows they have I mean they have Comedy Bang Bang They have Sklarbro Country Who Charted The list goes on and on All quality shows Really funny Really insightful people And uh, make sure you rate and review my show Nocturnal Emotions on iTunes Tell your friends to subscribe Spread the word It's going to get better and better This thing is a work in progress You know Um, And follow me on Twitter at Harmar Superstar. Um, you know, make comments in the Earwolf forums. Just check out Earwolf.com. That's all I'm saying. And if you use Amazon affiliates, link on Earwolf. Help us pay the rent, y'all. And we're back. We had a nice little break. Got yeah, some crafts nice. done. Yeah. Your basket looks amazing. Thank you. Let me just, thank you. Uh, that's quite a weaving job. Thanks. I mean, I was thinking about maybe a new career path at some point selling baskets uh, out of my i mean i would buy that basket <laughs> 300 dollars. you got it <laughs> you got it this is too easy <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> we did some basket weaving we did some yoga we did yeah. our heads in the pool yeah <sighs> beautiful pool outside thank you yeah thank you there is like a it's one of those infinity pools there i am Jealous of our neighbor's above ground pool back there. Oh. One time we were drinking all night, and me and my friend, uh, roommate, friend Eric, were, uh, <clears throat> were playing with an axe in the backyard, really drunk. <laughs> we like to chop things when we get drunk, but, uh, who doesn't? But we, uh, yeah, we were like trying to talk to like one of the neighbors back there, and they're like, Motherfucker, get the fuck away with me. You don't get the fuck away oh, from me with that wow. axe. And we're like, oh, yeah, sorry, I'm holding an axe while casually oh, trying to ask you. It's like, <laughs> I want to go in your pool. So what's up with the pool? Yeah. <laughs> hey, so uh, come here for a second. Let me talk to you about your pool. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure they're jealous of your giant disc, disco ball hanging from a tree right yeah, there. They're, that they're, is pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That just That's just one of the things. Things just appear in this house. I mean, the fact that you do have a giant backyard in new york city is extremely rare and it's lucky. really weird yeah i, I never go out there <laughs> i rarely <laughs> so go funny. out there yeah <laughs> we'll have good barbecues though we have good barbecues yeah people are excited about our barbecues yeah Except we just rarely have them <laughs> i come to some good barbecues back here um shit man this is the uh this is the part of the show where uh we create another show okay uh if we were to create a tv show or a movie or a broadway play or maybe a podcast or anything uh what would you feel like doing what what genre which which medium i don't know i mean i guess you know you're always supposed to you know write about what you know right yeah so it would probably have to be in the music industry yeah Something like that. Like you know, a TV just, show? Yeah, something. About, you know, uh, about a band on tour or something. I mean, dude. I know that that seems kind of cliched. No, no. Done, but... No, I think it just be good. seems like those stories on tour are always, yeah. you know... So you want it to be like a comedy? It has dramedy. to be a comedy. It <laughs> yeah, has yeah. to be a comedy. I, there's no way I couldn't... You to handle a drama about yeah. bands. I mean, it could be, could be good in the way like Nashville's good. That would be really... Actually, drama? really funny is that if it was strictly a drama, yeah. like so dark, yeah. <laughs> like not Flight of the Concords, like no, just no, very just... real, <laughs> like The Sopranos, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the underworld of this like music industry thing and band on tour, and, you know, no, everyone's broke, and you know, maybe it just like starts with a bus accident and someone dies. Oh my god! <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like the for the pilot is uh, a bus accident. It rolls, and like one of the two founding members of a band, like uh, is in a coma for like the first half of the first season. They have to figure out how they're going to go on without him. But like half the fans are like, it's not the original thing without right Davo. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> This is not as fun of a show as no, we but originally it's captivating, started. It could though. be pretty captivating. Yeah. Trying to figure out, like... I mean, that's a, like that's really intriguing, actually. Yeah. Because, you what know, there you are examples of that in real life, you know? Like, so then, and that's the thing, like, either halfway through, they could move on without him, and he could come, he could come out of the coma and be like, <laughs> what the fuck, dudes? You're like, uh, I started this band. Right. And now I'm not involved. <laughs> 
because I went into a coma and you just forgot about me. It's only been like six months. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or he could just die. I think he has to die. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think you just kill him. He has to yeah. die. Yeah. Because then it gets a soap opera uh, element, I think, if he yeah. comes out of the coma. Oh, yeah. But that's, but that's what I like. Yeah, you I, could, I do right. like that. I mean, that's what's fun. Right. Right, right. maybe like like the like it's like a singer and guitarist who started this band or two guitarists or something and uh and like when he comes out of the coma like uh the other guy's already dating like his wife yeah, yeah. <laughs> like right. one of those weird things born of tragedy where like right where like it just that shit dude happens. it just it happened man <laughs> yeah. i you know we we had to move on yeah <laughs> they have two beautiful kids yeah. they moved into his house it's been six months yeah. how'd you even do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> well they were adopted <laughs> you adopted kids already yes they let you yes well i have a friend over at the adoption agency and you know these two 11 year old twins and no one wanted them and anyway <laughs> And they are really good at guitar and drums. Yeah. They're in the band. Like, They're amazing. <laughs> like, I have never seen better guitar players or drummers. Dude, what do we call it? Um, we call it the replacement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, fuck. I'm trying to think of a really good, uh, serious name of rock, of a rock like drama yeah rock drama where i can't i it's can't hard. think of so it's, it's like, hard it's, because it's everything that comes to mind sounds way too funny <laughs> i know <laughs> and dumb yeah like oh god power chords power chords <laughs> that is so funny <laughs> this week on power chords <laughs> <laughs> the Lord of the Chords, uh, waking. Oh yeah, <laughs> like uh, waking notes. <laughs> uh, bass lines. <laughs> bass lines. <laughs> Anything just said seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Guitar center. Paradiddle. <laughs> it's true. Um, shit, it's all about the name yeah. for our pitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one's gonna buy the show. Yeah, but I think like. Uh, but you know, the thing is, like, I really think if if you if you could go forward with something like that, there's so many ideas, like things that all have already happened. To oh all yeah, of us. it would just be easy. Like the ideas are there, but just yeah, I totally. Guess, you know, make it, putting it all together is the hard part. Yeah. And the title really is the yeah, hardest part. The title part. is like really where it's at. I, yeah. I really want to get there, but I don't want to like uh, bore everybody by just saying words. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. We could just do that it's all gotta, day. It's got to come to us. Um, God, I just want to get there though. It's yeah. like <laughs> tramp stamp. Tramp stamp. <laughs> Groupie-less. <laughs> oh, it could just be called group 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 <laughs> yuck that's so gross group, group. <laughs> sounds like goop backstage black stage <laughs> backstage black stage <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking lights out um god Man, we're just now making a da band. No, <laughs> making da band. Making da band. Oh man, if somebody out there can think of a good title, I know I will. The second I, I just stop the tape, yeah. And the, we do record these podcasts all directly on tape because it sounds so much warmer. No, that's quite a machine you got there. <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah, it costs I'm, a lot. I'm a little, I'm nervous. That's why I can't come up with all these. Oh, don't get, you don't, know. don't be nervous. I mean, maybe rewind. Pro Tools. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Fuck it, guys. Let's take a break. We're going to... We, I All like right. where this, this is going. Let's do it. Hello, Earwolf fans. This is Harmar Superstar of Nocturnal Emotions, 
here to let you know about my new album, Bye Bye 17. What you're listening to right now is the first single, Lady You Shot Me, and the rest of the album is full of sweet, saccharine soul, just as this. Cult Records will be releasing the album on April 23rd in the US and May 6th in the UK and Japan. So get ready, look out for it. Pre-order it now on iTunes for only $4.99, a limited time offer. You won't regret it. Go to harmarsuperstar.com for tour dates and cultrecords.com for more information on this glorious record. Bye Bye 17 by Harmar Superstar. You will love it. And I'm out. Back to the show. Okay, we're back. And the name of the show should be Night Beats. Yeah, I agree. Uh, right? I agree. I think that's, I think that's like really good. That's where we got with, with, with just the, our it's show. It's easy. It works. It's yeah, yeah. It makes sense. And then night just kind of makes it. You know, it's like yeah. nocturnal emotions. Exactly. Like, it's just like it a little more moody. It's world. moody that way. Yeah. Night beats. What was there another one? Is there was another one you thought maybe? Oh, uh, uh, give me the beat. Give me the beat. <laughs> <laughs> give me the beat. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen introducing the hi-hat uh, it was uh, nina, nina cherry when there's oh, the, like, yes. the beginning of buffalo stands yes. she introduces the world to the hi-hat <laughs> crazy song like thank you so much for in- the introduction to the hi we had beat- <laughs> drum beats were so boring before the hi-hat right. before you brought the hi-hat to the dinner party mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, she did an amazing thing for the uh, musical world. I had the whole landscape of music, really. right? <laughs> that was like a big introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, meet the hi hat. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh my god! <laughs> so, uh, this is the uh, the part of the show I like to call "Let Me Ruin Your Favorite Song." It doesn't have to be your favorite song, Chris, but I want to. Uh, Go through lyrically some song and uh, and uh, see see uh, just uh, where we can take it. See if we can break it down. Okay. Uh, what do you think? I mean, we've been you know talking our, a lot about beats. And yeah, and I was saying, you know, <laughs> give me the beat. It reminds me of that, uh, you know, that Dobie Gray. <laughs> Dobie Gray. Is that his wait, name? Is a, give me. Oh, that's wait. Is that Dr- the one that like? Uh, Drift is that away. The Doobie Brothers. No, Dobie Gray was a. Uh, that singer songwriter from um, the South, who I think he had but, that hit. But he did. He did the "Give Me the Beat," yeah, boys, that's free his, my soul. Right, dude. And that guy, Dobie Gray, was like, he was like a black man, right? Like he a soul was, singer, right? And I think I thought it was the Doobie Brothers for a really long yeah, time. Yeah, because it just sounds like some guy. And like, his drunk. first name is so close to Doobie. Yeah, Do- <laughs> Doobie, Doobie Willis, Dobie Gray. Yeah, Dobie Gray. Oh, oh, dude, this is awesome. Okay, let's play... Uh... <laughs> wow, I'm learning so much. We're all <laughs> learning so much. Let's play uh, a clip of Dobie Gray's Drift Away. Okay. Day after day, I'm more confused. Yet I look for the light through the pouring rain. You know that's a game that I hate to lose. I'm feeling the strain Ain't it a shame Oh, give me the beat, boys And free my soul I wanna get lost in your rock and roll And drift away Oh, give me the beat, boys And free my soul I wanna get lost in your rock and roll And drift away Okay, see, that's still that version still sounds like the Doobie Brothers to me because I just really, learned that. I thought that really was them. Really, is close. Holy shit, we're all learning, guys, together. Drift away, Dobie Gray. Uh, man, okay, so any, this song that's even weirder in this context now because uh, I always thought it was like some like down home like southern redneck boy right just singing. talking about his own rock and roll <laughs> yeah and then you learn that it was a black guy from the south who actually wanted to 
just be like, part of like this yeah he just wanted these scene. rock and roll band to like play some songs so he could get away from his pain <laughs> <laughs> yeah jesus christ oh oh my god but so yeah he's like day after day i'm more confused Yet I look for the light through the pouring rain. You know, that's a game that I hate to lose. And I'm feeling the strain. Ain't it a shame? Oh! <laughs> Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. He just, like, wants to get lost in the rock and roll and drift away. That's all he wants. He just wants to drift away in all this rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> just, I like a piece of driftwood. Problem seems pretty pretty fucked up if, like if that you know what i mean like he just wants someone to like just play rock music super loud so i know like I, i'm imagining i mean I, you know i don't <clears throat> i've never really written lyrics to a song but i can't <laughs> imagine doing that you know yeah. like that's really intense <laughs> well and then like you know like later in the song he's like He's like, and when my mind is free, you know, a melody can move me. And when I'm feeling blue, the guitar's coming through to soothe me. And then he's like, to the band, he's like, thanks for the joy that you've given me. I want you to know I believe in your song. And your rhythm and your rhyme and harmony, you've helped me along, making me strong. That seems like the weirdest, most backwards kind of therapy. Right. <laughs> and I kind of wonder, like, who is he talking about? Is he talking about the Doobie, Doobie Brothers? Brothers? <laughs> Does it all come back? Or is he talking to his band? Yeah. I don't know, because Doobie Gray, I mean, it just sounds like he's just like, I would not want this guy in my audience, first of all, because <laughs> after the show, he'd be like such a sad sack, like, thanks so much. I just want you to know, but I believe in you, <laughs> and uh, I want you to know I believe in your song. And you just, like, I just drifted away. Right when you played that rock and roll, man, I just, everything just came. I just, I forgot about all my troubles. And I just be like, man, I'm just trying to pack up my guitar and, like, <laughs> talk to those girls that are here. No, no, show. no, don't leave just yet, man. <laughs> Listen, I just want to say one more thing. Well, when you were performing, I decided to write a song about you, man. It's going to be a hit. I swear to God. Just wait. Just wait. I'm going to tell everybody. Don't tell everybody. Yeah, don't. don't, don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My manager wouldn't like that. You know? Wait. Wait. And his manager. His manager was uh, Jethro from the Beverly Hillbillies. That's insane. The actor yeah. who played Jethro yeah. managed Dobie Gray. Yeah. Who, I mean, and Dobie Gray is not a name I even knew, really. No, he's one of those, like, I think he had... Another minor hit, but that was like he's really kind of just one hit wonder dude. dude yeah, and it's it's a rock song. It's a song. Is it a rock song? It is a rock I've song. I always thought about it as a yeah seventies like soul rock song. Like, yeah, it's not, but it's not. It's like it's like definitely in the rock genre. It's rock. It's not yeah. soul. It's to my in my. You know what I mean? Like I agree with you. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> he just wants to drift away in some rock and roll. He did yeah, it. Just imagine, though. Just imagine getting in that small talk headlock after the show. Like, yeah, man, that's cool. I uh, That's great that we moved you and that we helped you with whatever your problems are. And, you know, man, my girl just left me. Just tried out heroin for the first time. <laughs> think I might get way deep into it and just drift away that way. But uh, your, your rock and roll music really helped me out. Yeah. Uh, put me on the right path. <laughs> that was it. That was all he needed, man. That one show. I mean... <laughs> saved him this is like the guy who's like so into it that he's like putting his head near like the way too loud like guitar amp speakers being like yeah! <laughs> you're just blood pouring out of both ears <laughs> doby doby no don't get away from the speaker doby i, I can't <laughs> doby i'm drifting away <laughs> please don't bother me <laughs> Oh man! I mean, there's this. This song's like, I don't know why. Yeah, I think I just like I I listen. I heard this song on the radio. Like I rented a car, and the, the station that was on just played this, and I was like, this is the most, this is the most pathetic lyrics I've ever written. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like they're so right, sad. Sex. Something happened where I, I mean, I guess the melody is really good in that song. Yeah, but the yeah. lyrics are just like. Yeah, it's like down home, and you want to like stop yeah. your feet and be like, "Yeah, boys, bring me the beat." And then yeah, like, and all the verses, you're like, "Oh." So you gotta wonder: Are all of his <laughs> other songs like on the same level with lyrics, but not the same level musically? No, I don't know. We you never heard from him again. Gray. So, are the other songs just like kind of similar, like sappy, stupid lyrics, but just maybe, maybe with, not. Like, what if they're all just like impressive music? What if it's like this song was just like his anger management and the rest are like super angry? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time I haven't felt like putting my fist through someone's entire head <laughs> in uh, years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Dude, Dobie Gray. Uh, I think Ruined. Because now when you hear the song, you're going to hear the I know, sadness never of a man. In, and next time I'm in the supermarket and that song comes on. And the, you know he's hanging out with Jethro from the fucking... Right, they're in a power the meeting Beverly together. Hillbillies. Like, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's my manager, man. I'm going to make you a star. You just got to listen to some of this rock and roll music, don't I made you a fine old mixtape, Doobie. <laughs> I don't even know if that's how Jethro talked. This I can't, like, right? Probably, yeah. I think yeah. he did, kind of. I think he did a pretty good job. But well, we ruined this, man. Chris, thanks for coming in and not eternally emoting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you very much. It, <laughs> it's, it's been a really fun time and a pleasure, and thank you for inviting me. Oh, well, you know, anytime, sir. All right. Dobie Gray, who knew? Drift away. That song just that song is so pathetic to me. I love it. But you just I mean, who is Dobie Gray? That guy. So many questions. I guess we kinda answered them a little bit. Um man, Chris, thanks for coming in. I had a blast having you in the Masturbatorium. Uh and you know, just uh just uh, come back anytime. If this show exists, which who knows? I may take a hiatus, guys. But I got a few more episodes down the pipeline for you, but uh yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking for you for for a little while. Nocturnal emotions might go sleepy time, but uh, we'll deal with that when it comes. Sorry, guys. I don't want to disappoint anyone, but I can also free for just regular conversations all the time. I'll still be alive, ready to do it. So, uh, so uh, I hope everyone has a good week. Uh, if you want to come find me, I will be headed to the West Coast. By the time this comes out, I'll be hitting Portland. Oregon, uh, Dante's, Seattle at Chop Suey, Spokane, Calgary at Broken City, Vancouver at the Cobalt, and San Francisco at Bottom of the Hill. I uh, hope you guys can catch me catch me there. Um, and then we're going to be Vegas, Tijuana, Mexico City, back up in L.A. and San Diego, Pioneer Town on the 25th. If you guys like to do mushrooms, you guys should book your hotel rooms now and come see me at Pappy and Harriet's on October 25th. I'm very excited for that show. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I hope everybody has a fantastic week, like I said already. God damn it. Harm our sleepy time. Bye-bye. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead.